Hey, welcome back to the CA Power Player Podcast. I'm your host, Cody Askin. Special guest today. I'm telling you, you don't want to miss this. I got a couple of special things for you today as well. Uh, from Woodland Hills, California with Gaspar Insurance Services and a brand new book literally launching right now. Please welcome to the podcast, Tim Gaspar. What is up, Tim? Awesome. What's up, Cody? How's it going? Thank you for having me. Dude, appreciate you being here. I know you've had a ton of success, right? You even have a part of your book that's like, hey, dress the part. Yeah, um, yeah. you know, what was the inspiration? Like, but you know, before we dive into your story, like you have a, you have a, you, your new book just launched the biggest leap and yeah. mm-hmm. I'm actually, I mean, I'm waiting on my copy. I'm excited to read it. Like you've clued me in on some of the behind the scenes and the secrets and some of the details and stories. And I'm so jacked to read it. I think it's awesome. Um, awesome. also for those listening, we've added the link below for you to click that and grab the biggest leap. Go support Tim. Go learn how to scale your business, how to be a better entrepreneur and really grow. What was the inspiration behind the book? It was it was a couple things. Uh, I So I ended up, I, I built my business over a, a period of 15 years and then I sold it at the end of uh, 2021. And, you know, when I sold it, I was sort of looking for a way to be able to, to tell the story in a way that would help people. Mm. Um, and, you know, uh, I'm in a lot of the same aging groups as a lot of agency owners and, you know, seeing different products and books that are sold online. And one thing I noticed when I would, I would, you know, I bought so many books about like building agencies and sales and stuff. But a lot of the time when I would buy one of these books in regards to building an agency, the person that wrote the book never built an agency or if they mm. did build an agency, it was like, it's like false advertising. They'd say like, how to build a million dollar agency. And they were talking about premium. They weren't talking about commission. And I'd be like, oh man, that's, uh, yeah. yeah, you can't spend premium. Uh, so in regards to, to my own journey and my own sale, I thought, you know, there's some things, uh, some things that I did within my own journey that in hindsight were really, really important in regards to being able to scale and being able to put myself in a position um, to sell at a really good multiple that I thought, you know, this is stuff that I want to pass along because it's not necessarily super complex stuff, uh, but it's things you might not necessarily know unless mm. somebody kind of lays out the blueprint in regards to how to do certain things. Yes, so, 100%. Yeah. Looking to help, honestly, just looking to help the industry and agents that want to be entrepreneurs like me. That's my motivation. Yeah. And is that, I mean, is that who should, like, if, if they're listening and they're like, okay, is this book for me? Is it for anyone? Is it for a certain type of person? Yeah, it's. it's I think it's for two specific types of individuals. One would be somebody who already owns an independent agency. So it could be, you know, you started your agency six months ago. It can be you started your agency, uh, you know, 20 years ago, and you're just wondering, like, how do you scale it? How do you get to the next level to be able to really grow? Um, so that that's one set of folks. And then the other set of folks are folks that, you know, you're an entrepreneur in your heart, and maybe uh, maybe you're just interested in insurance, or maybe you're working as a producer or an agent for another office, or maybe you're, uh, you've got a state farm or a farmer's office and you're thinking about opening an independent agency. So if, mm-hmm. if you're not yet in a position where you own an independent agency and you're wondering like a lot of people, like where, where do I even start? Like how to, you know, what's yeah. the right way to do this? Um, then this book is absolutely for you. It's going to give you really the blueprint on how exactly you do it and how you do it the right way. Yeah. So, and, and so for those that are like, okay, I don't know who Tim Gaspar is. Like, you know, Cody says this dude's legit and he's accomplished a lot and all this stuff. I'm, I'm going to check out the book, whatever. For those that are like, um, 
hey, who is Tim? Brag on yourself, man. Like, talk through your journey, what you've accomplished. Obviously, exiting a company in, in, in 2021 at towards yeah. the end, like, that says a lot. It, that, that says a lot to me because yeah. so many businesses fail, most never actually exit. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Talk through your journey and success. Sure, sure. So I'm going to start with the end um, because I think it gives relevance to the, to the whole story. And I think there's a credibility component there. And just like you pointed out, Cody, I don't ever talk about numbers because I'm trying to brag. Like, yeah. truthfully, like, I'm just not that person in regards to like, no, you're not wanting to paint that kind of picture because it's really about helping other people. But when I sold, I sold two weeks after my 40th birthday. I'm sorry, two months after my 40th birthday. And my upfront, uh, the amount of uh, the upfront sale price was $26 million. And that doesn't count the additional, you know, earn out components that happen over a three year period. Wow. So, you know, significant. Um, it's definitely, you know, and, and that's, you know, that was the size of the check. We're not talking about uh, premium dollars. <laughs> like I alluded to a few minutes ago. Let's go. Yeah. So it's, um, so for me, that was, you know, uh, it was obviously a, regardless of how you measure it, a meaningful transaction, but, but going back, backing up to sort of the beginning of, of my career as a, as an entrepreneur, you know, I think like a lot of entrepreneurs and you know, probably like yourself included, Cody, you know, I'm a lifelong entrepreneur. When I was in a junior, you know, when I was in elementary school, I was selling candy to kids out of my backpack. I had a limited yeah. and haunted houses in high school. And then when I was in high school, I had these um, giant moon bounces, like the big giant inflatables for kids parties. Yep. And I had those and I had some other businesses. And then when I was 20 years old, I hadn't gone to college. I was just out of high school. And I got sued by a major company. And that's a whole nother story that's in my book. And I was bankrupt at age 20. So at 20 years old, I was completely bankrupt and, you know, just a huge disappointment to my family. And they were looking to make sure that, like, they were not connected to me any, in any way to, to get looped into this lawsuit. And so I was really at, at a point when a lot of people are just sort of starting out with college and exciting things happening. And I was at rock bottom. I really had, like, I hadn't gone to school and it just wasn't a hopeful picture. Um, and I still remember what that feels like, and I'm sure other people can relate. And it was shortly after that moment that um, I was aware of the insurance business uh, because of a family member that I had that sort of acted as a mentor or something else I also go over in the book and started as an insurance agent doing auto and home insurance and started building a book of business and had a contract that allowed me to buy my clients out. And so I did mm -hmm. that when I was 25 years old and um, put one foot in front of the other and a lot of this, the systems I talk about in the book, uh, I learned all that stuff the hard way. I learned by not doing it and then, you know, realizing an error, you know, shortly after I made it and thinking, okay, I got to correct that. Or if I did that again, I would do it differently. And so just figured out my systems and scaled the business over a period of 15 years. And I always grew anywhere from 15 to 25% per year in my top line revenue wow. and got to a point in a, 2021 that I said, you know, I'm looking to take the next step in, in my career. And um, I felt the timing made sense. And, and I took that step. Dude, so, and that, brings us, that brings us where we're at today. That's freaking, that's an amazing journey. Congratulations. That's so, cool. such Thank a cool you. feeling. And to grow 15 to 25% in top line revenue year after year, it's yeah. easy for like a few years, but then people yeah. start getting to such a number that it's like really hard to sustain and keep growing and keep scaling, you know, like that's yeah. when it seems to get really tough. Yeah, um, right. But I have a couple really key questions that I'm going to, I'm excited to ask but before I get to that piece. Mm -hmm. um, two things. Number one, 
I know you guys are listening. You're loving this freaking interview. You're like, dude, I need to grab the book, The Biggest Leap. Go. I'm telling you, okay? You get the book. You don't get a nugget and you don't love it. Dude, I'll give you your freaking money back. Okay? <laughs> I can promise you that is going to happen. Link is below. Grab the book, The Biggest Leap. Um, what were some of the things you were doing to, to like grow the top line consistently? Well, it's uh, one I was I was targeted in regards to what sort of business I was going after. So one one thing is in regards to to growing, and it's maybe a little bit counterintuitive. You can't go after every type of business because if you do, mm. you might grow for a little while. But what will eventually happen is you'll be you'll end up being so inefficient and just sort of all over the place. Whether it just be you writing the business or your team members, it'll actually slow down your growth. And so knowing what kind of business you're going after, whether it be personal lines or commercial lines, whatever it is, is really important. Um, and then uh, being, you know, for me, a relationship person, just being a relationship machine. Uh, yep. So what I mean by that is, uh, you know, I would never, I was never the type of person that ever bought leads. Um, and if that were, you know, I know there's business models that that works and, and I'm not um, saying that's a bad thing at all. But for me, going out and networking just every single day in the first few years of my business because at a certain point i had to ship more to operations but by focusing on the relationship piece i always had people in the community that were basically doing the work for me whether it meant not only just uh you know sending referrals for new business but also i'd always make it known uh with folks i had relationships with that i was always hiring that was always a part of my story so you know i was always getting calls from folks that might say oh you know my son just got out of college looking for a job or, you know, my wife um, was thinking about, you know, she hasn't worked for the last two years. She's looking to come back to the workforce or so many different neat opportunities that I had to yes. interview producers. Because um, most of the producers that I ever found, I found through word of mouth and referrals, uh, as opposed to like placing ads in the papers. Anybody who's ever hired anybody knows that's a tough way to go. It's just, mm. you know, you get lucky sometimes, but uh yeah, placing ads and then kind of like crossing your fingers and hoping the hoping to get a great resume is uh is pretty tough for sure. For sure, man. Actually, you just just you made me you brought some value to me there with those answers too because awesome. I've got one company specifically that's been become a little bit more disconnected from me. The relationship machine has not been there, mm -hmm. um, and we try to sell everything to everyone, and it's right. like yeah. it's hard to scale that way, and it is very inefficient. Yeah, yeah I totally right. I totally agree. Love that. Love awesome. that. That's freaking brilliant feedback, by the way. That shows that he's, you know, Tim's a high-level business person just just from those few mentions. Like you can see it, you can feel it. Um, I do have a couple questions because I've never been handed a check for twenty-six million bucks. Mm -hmm. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, sorry, not not yet. That's the key. That's How did that key. feel? Oh man, I was. Um, it's funny. So I was in. This was not timed this way on purpose. But uh, when the deal closed, I was in Hawaii on a family trip. And that wasn't planned like, oh, I want to be in Hawaii when this thing closes. It closed on New Year's Eve. Um, and it was actually like, there's a lot of work to be done at, at the end there. So like, I really just spent the whole trip in a hotel room, just, you know, definitely not like looking at the ocean. But it was, um, it was a crazy feeling. You know what it felt like if you've ever like ran a marathon or done like um, any sort of challenge that's sort of not something that's instantaneous like a sprint, but something that's kind of drawn out a little bit. Yeah, like an, a ma marathon or Ironman. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, something like that. It felt like, you know, sort of the end of um, sort of a, a long challenge. And, you know, it, it felt like that felt like the metal. And I knew that in a lot of ways it was really just the, the start of a new chapter in so many ways. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a feeling that, um, 
yeah, you can't really describe. And, it, and it's really just about the fact that, you know, you built this thing and it had value to somebody else. So it wasn't so much like the, the dollars yeah. themselves. It was what it was what those dollars meant in regards to being recognized for yes. this thing that, um, you know, somebody thought it had value. <laughs> Amen to that. Right. A bunch of value. That's, to right. it. Yeah. That's awesome that that was your thought process, too. Um, everybody always asks, man, what would you do if I gave you this amount of money? Mm -hmm. um, when you woke up the next day, what were you thinking? What'd you do next? Yeah. So I went to um, a pancake place. And so I took my family to a pancake place. It's not like, you know, we didn't do like crazy lobster or anything like that. Yeah. And for the first, um, you know, six months afterwards, from a like a, a lifestyle standpoint, I, I didn't do anything unusual, you know, because I think like uh, you, you certainly hear stories where somebody has a big financial event and sort of like goes off the deep end and, and gets themselves into trouble. So I definitely yeah. took six months to kind of figure out, you know, kind of where I was because it can be a little bit uh, disorienting. And then um, ultimately uh, ended up, you know, buying a new house for my family and I and sort of the type of home that I always envisioned that was, you know, a block away from from my pop's house. So, you know, walking distance, um, which was to be able to 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 buy something that was so close to him and, and have him sort of see that. And unfortunately, um, you know, I wouldn't have known this at the time, but that was only I bought the house next to him uh, two months before he passed away oh in an accident. Gosh. And so the fact that I was able to have this transaction and buy this house and have him see it, it was meaningful at the time. But then in hindsight, much, much more meaningful because uh, if I would have sold the business and done this after he passed, the meaning just wouldn't have been. Everybody has their own meaning in regards to what motivates them. And for me, it was really like, you know, sort of being able to do it so he could see it was a big part of it. And so the fact that I was able to do that and with the timing is something that, you know, I'm definitely grateful for, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome. And to be that close, you know, like, yeah, yeah that's really okay. cool. Proud to share that. Um, if someone's out there and they're like, okay, um, what can I expect to learn? I know who it's for. I'm one of those two people. Now, what can I expect to learn? I mean, it's, you know, I mean, how, how much is the book? Like, sure, $15. $15. You'll get a return yeah. on your investment, I promise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, implement one thing, and trust me, you'll get 15 bucks. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, what can they expect to learn by grabbing a copy of The Biggest Leap? Well, really, the, the book is um, essentially split up into, into two pieces. Um, the first piece is really just how to build your book yourself. So when I say that, I'm referring to more from like you writing the business as a producer, like the best way to be able to to get referrals, the type of business that you want to write, um, some tips in there in regards to some things that you want to know while you're building your book of business, like what kind of clients to avoid and, and certain things mm -hmm. like that. And so that's a, the first part. And the second part is how to start and scale your agency uh, once you have your agency um, off the ground. And so that that will just, you know, it shares a lot of potential pitfalls and what kind of questions you need to ask in certain situations. Um, but th the biggest thing about the book, and this is in regards to the title, The Biggest Leap. So between chapters one and two, look, you're a producer somewhere, you're an agent somewhere, you're killing it. And you can know everything there is to know about starting an agency. And that's fantastic. But unless you actually give notice to the agency you're at um, and leave and actually sign your lease on your new office and get started, 
you know, that's the leap that you have to take. And I think that's the thing that I think a lot of people wonder if they, you know, am, can I do this? Is this something that I'll be able to be successful at? And I hope that the book communicates that, um, you know, the answer is yes. Uh, the, if you do even a quarter of the stuff in this book and then you open your own shop, it's going to work out well. It's going to work out. You know, who knows exactly what the future holds? So I hope I hope it gives people the confidence to take that leap. Yeah, I hope it does too, man. Um, and it's, you know what? At some point in life, they got to take a leap. So hopefully this right. can be the encouragement to do that and take a big one. Exactly. You know, why not? Um, you have and it's paid off, you know, and it's, yeah. it's uh, also, dude, what I respect about you is um, you could come on our YouTube channel like some and, you know, beat your chest and brag about you and all the money and all the pieces and everything you got going on. But, dude, you're just like, I just, here I am. Here's who I am. I learned. I'm humble. Yeah. I care. The moments mean mean more than the money. And you know what? Oh, 100%. For sure. I want to help other people do the same. Like, that's really mm -hmm. cool. I appreciate you being like that. No, no. it's a, It means the, you know, the world to me. Absolutely. It's, um, you know, I, I have to measure myself now based on how many other people I'm able to help. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you find out pretty early in life, like, at least most people, like, it's not, it's not all about you. It's about what kind of impact you make. And I was always like that with my clients and, and with my team. And I'm hoping that the book will, will allow me to hopefully make an impact uh, with more folks that I haven't met. Yeah, I hope so too, buddy. I have a feeling it will. Um, for those that click the link below and grab the book, um, mm -hmm. if they want to communicate with you in some way afterwards, um, sure. social, email, whatever, um, yeah. what would you be comfortable sharing and how could they reach out for more help? Sure. So when you get the book, it actually gives you access to my website. And on the website, there's a bunch of references that um, I mentioned in the book. So just sort of like certain spreadsheets I give you access to or ideas and things that were just like too tedious or I like couldn't really lay them out the right way in the book. Um, and so in the book, uh, I'm sorry, in the website, there's a, also a way to be able uh, to contact me. And with, you know, and I, I mean this when I say it, the folks can contact me, whether it be via email or phone or whatever it is. It's not some deal where it's like, and every time you email me, it's going to be, you know, X amount of dollars. <laughs> it's not the deal at all. It really like when I say the mission of the book is to help people, I mean it. And so um, if you contact me via email or phone or whatever it is with questions that you have that you want to know more about certain items that are in the book or maybe something that I forgot to put in the book, I definitely want to encourage people to do that. Um, and that's something that um, whether you, you know, use my phone number or email or you you know find me on facebook or instagram or one of those things and reach out um i'm always going to respond and you know spend as much time and, and give the best answer that i can dude i love that you're an incredible dude the biggest leap by mr tim gaspar tim thank you for jumping on the channel and the podcast i appreciate you hanging out thanks for writing the book um and i appreciate you hanging out with us today oh man thank you for having me i really appreciate it and hopefully um yeah you'll get the you'll get the first copy Let's go, man. A day or so. I love it. Thank you, Tim. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, click the link below and grab the book, The Biggest awesome. Leap, um, right down below, and we will see you on the next podcast. Appreciate cool. you guys. Right. Thanks, Cody.